Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. If you move this to the right spot, then you don't even have to worry about it, but your arm might hit it, so we'll yeah, see. Yeah, no, I think I'm I think I'm chill right here. <laughs> we'll see about by it. The, by the way, this uh, equipment's pretty good. How, like, did you get this off Amazon, or like, what? how did you end up getting it? Fry's Electronics? Uh, Guitar Center. And it's very sad, because the first time I tried to buy anything, um, they fucked me over. As so. with most places. Yeah, so I, I was pretty upset about that, and I was like, man, I'm never doing business with Guitar Center again. The one in Sacramento over here? No, this was back in San Jose. This was a while back. This was maybe... The one in uh, Stevens Creek in San Jose? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been to that one. I bought yeah. a guitar from there once. Okay. Yeah. What did, you, did you go to the Starving Musician ever? I never went there, oh. I, but I, I know that place yeah. as well. That place, that place is it's really cool. I mean, I, so I went in there once to get a microphone... But I didn't have the cash on me. Or maybe I did, but I just was looking around. <laughs> and they had two of the ones that I liked for, like, ridiculous discounts. They're normally 100 bucks, and I think it was 40 bucks or 50 or 60 bucks. So uh, I leave and come back the next day, and they're both gone. And they're like, uh, we don't know if we're ever going to have something like that. It's just everything's in and out. So if you see something, you just have to buy it. You know, I wonder what their return policy is. Because, I, I, like, you know, at Costco, you could go and return shit. You could buy, like, a camera for in, return in three months and get yeah. a full refund. And then you could just, someone else could buy that same camera. But with yeah. musicians and equipment like that, you know, instruments, you know, you wouldn't want to buy something. If you want to buy something new, you want to buy something new. You wouldn't right. want to yeah. buy, you know, someone returned it. Well, the thing about it is they have musicians on their staff. So a big part of their business is buying people's old shit. That is true. They do sell a lot of used shit. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, as far as I can tell, that's what most of the people go in there for is for the used stuff. Because I, I knew this guy who was like a producer and he was like, yeah, people get like $3,000 beat stuff for like 80 bucks there. It's crazy. Like <laughs> it, has, it has a reputation. And because... They have like staff who really do know how to look at instruments and uh, equipment and evaluate whether or not they still work. You you can get quality stuff. It's yeah, not like yeah, yeah. Giving you shitty. stuff. You know, uh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, Amazon uh, is now banning customers who <laughs> return things too much. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it seems to make sense. But I think people get a little bit too return friendly. You know, when they. Like, I've done it before. I've returned yeah. shit, you know, that, like, you know, you you, you buy it, right? And then yeah. it, it takes, like, a couple of days to get in. In that time span of, of it coming in, I'm, like, looking at, like, how much I spent on it. Do I really need it? <laughs> and then I'll end up just returning it. I did that for the first time uh, a couple of days ago. Once, they didn't even uh, request for me to send it back. They just let me keep it and gave me my money as well. Okay. I think it depends on how much you buy. Like if you like, I bought a I bought a lot of gym equipment on Amazon. Yeah. I bought like like probably five thousand dollars of gym equipment over the span of like a year. Yeah. So I kept on buying, buying. So when I did return that thing, they're like, "Oh well, he's a pretty good cu- customer. He's yeah. not one of those guys returning shit every week." Yeah. Well, they have tra- They can keep really, really good track of what you do. That's part of the value of that business is that it's not your regular store where you just pay cash and leave. I mean, now everybody has the card, right? Bing. Okay, Rite Aid. Now we know you just bought some shit. But at Amazon, it's like, yeah, they really know you as a customer. So if you, yeah. if you return something, it's different from 
you know, some guy who's in and out or whatever. That's true. Yeah. yeah I got a question for you. So would you rather, uh, no, not would you rather, but uh, which side do you lay, lay more side on? Uh, live your life, live a long life with, with uh, regret or live a short life dying for something you believe in? Oh, the so short like basic life. The short, short life, life huh? but I have lived a short life. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to live a long life to even have a, a reasonable idea of what it's like to. Basically, live a long it's life. like if you were if you were like in some country and there was a revolution going on, yeah. And you would you would you like stay oh, silent? I, so and save so that's yourself? the thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know for any specific situation because I could say short life in general, but then in a lot of specific situations say long life and it not contradict basically dying for something you believe in or or saving your life and not you know believing in that yeah uh, which could bring on pain and regret later yeah. down same answer general die in general die for what i believe in but in in any specific situation it might play out differently. i don't know why i have trouble accepting uh, choosing i like i actually would just choose to to live to live a longer life i don't know it's why it's a bad thing it makes that's me probably feel the more <laughs> that's probably the more rational thing yeah i don't know i have a very i have a actually i feel like i having like a what are those like that what's that phobia of like afraid of like dying i don't know Living, that's what that phobia is, being well, a human being. I, I have, like, a legitimate anxiety-driven fear of dying. dying. Yeah. Not that, like, I can't accept the fact of what death is, but, like, I have, like, a... It really troubles me to know that one day, like, basically, all, like, all the atoms in my body and, like, all the physical, like, atoms in my body are just going to get recycled with the, the uh, you know, the the rest of the soil and shit and yeah. everything's going to be decomposed and like, I'm going to get just transferred into, you know, carbon dioxide eventually and shit like that. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know. I, I find that like, I, I, I went, I, I don't know if you've ever been to a funeral before, but yes, I've been to at least one funeral. Yeah. I went to one funeral and like, I think, I think it started when, when I saw the, uh, in a, in a Muslim funeral, what, what they do is they open up the casket um, right before they um, they bury the body and they throw dirt in it. And I never seen that before. Hmm. And I knew the person very well, and I knew the family and stuff. So when I saw that, it, and then like they they put it's like eight feet in the ground. They got a bulldozer putting the dirt in, wow. smashing it. It was just like fuck, dude. That guy ain't coming back up ever again. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> like, even if he even if he did come back to life, there's no fucking way he's gonna there's, come out of that. There's no way he's gonna make it out through all those uh, layers of dirt. I don't, yeah, they're, dude. they're really locking it him in. It just felt like lonely. I don't know. Like, it felt like I don't know. I want if I were, if I were to die, I want to be like transformed into a fucking tree or something. Yeah. Or like I would I would want to be like frozen. I don't know. I don't think I would want a traditional burial. Mm. Interesting. Well, it seems like no matter what you do, you're eventually going to be transferred into a tree or transferred <laughs> into, you're going to be recycled in some way, shape, or form, just not as one solid whole as, you know, the many, many pieces of atoms or whatnot that currently make up you or in the future make up you. It'll be different atoms 10 years from now, I think, is how <laughs> it goes. Well, but, or different uh, cells or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, I, th I think a statue would be cool. 
Maybe like a statue of me on a bicycle, on a road bike. Hmm. Statues are very interesting because it, it's very clear that it has to do with death. That right. you want something to, that looks like it's a frozen form. And then when you decompose or your body changes just from normal aging, you will look different, but that frozen form of you will be the same. How come you don't see like statues in, 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 like of people in uh, cemeteries? You ever think of that? Why? You know? Because maybe it's just harder to make them. Uh, we got three D sure, printing yeah. now. We got 3D <laughs> oh yeah, there now. you go. <laughs> hey, how, how can stone. we? How can we be like innovative in like the business of death? <laughs> exactly. In you know the what I'm no, that actually is brilliant. Why <laughs> don't we have statues of people or your actual face when you were like twenty four, like on your tombstone? That's a new possibility because you don't have to have somebody carve it and chisel it out like the Greek days. No, you just hit print. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just scan them. Just like you fucking get a new ID every once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> get a 3D ID and say, you know, just in case your relatives and loved ones want to, you know, have a statue of you. Dude, it was crazy, man. When I fucking went to that funeral, though, it's uh, it was in my neighborhood. And, like, my my mom was there. And then my mom was like, oh, by the way, that's where I'm going to be buried. I bought that spot. I'm like, what? Yeah. I was like, fuck. And then, like, it, like, hell, it hit me. I was like, flash forward, fucking... 50 years from now it's like my mom's gonna be buried right there and then like my dad's gonna be buried like over there and then my best friend's parents are gonna be like buried right next to my mom it was hella weird experience and is it sustainable for like one square whatever of the earth for each person there's got to be a better way i mean especially given that we all know you're gonna decompose um maybe every few years you recycle it out <laughs> you remove someone who died like a hundred years ago and reopen that spot <laughs> there's gonna have to be a, a point in the in in, in the in, in like human beings lifetimes and of, of some, something of, is going to because it, uh, you know there's just so much space on the earth right what about the ocean that's most of the earth oh well, yeah, yeah there you go i mean a lot of people ocean. do get like to be thrown in the ocean yeah. i mean a lot of people like to be cremated too that's I don't true. think the I don't atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> maybe someone wants to be. Oh no, you could actually get thrown in space. Oh shit! Well, now there's a lot of space. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a sustainable plan. That's an infinite uh, <laughs> amount of space. I wonder how environmentalists feel about throwing trash in space. Right, because that's super sustainable. Just shoot it in slightly a different angle, and then forever. I mean, it makes sense. It makes perfect what's the sense. what's the cons? That's what I'm wondering. I can't the, think the only of anything. cons is that we have less and less matter on Earth, so that if we do figure out how to recycle plastic or whatever, or something that's unrecyclable, th- that now we just threw away all of that shit from years back that we could have been reusing now. I'll tell you why it's not. It's not a good idea because it's going to cost way much more fucking money to send that ship. Oh shit yeah, out. The cost yeah. Right. Uh, and, until until if they could figure if if space someone elevators. could figure out yeah, space elevators. <laughs> Solar powered space elevators, constant conveyor belts. You just put your shit there and just one conveyor belt belt all the way up and shoots it directly to the sun. It's <laughs> nothing. Shit. Dude, I'll tell you, so it's uh day two of uh no mind and mood altering substances. Yeah. And I finally had a really good night's sleep. That's good. Yeah. Sleep, yeah, I've been having fucked up sleep, but go on. It it, it felt great. Like uh, usually when I'm fucking high and stuff, like smoke a little like weed before bed, 
but it, it it makes me stay up. Like it doesn't yeah. actually make make me. It, like it used to make me go to sleep, but it makes me stay up. And I get all like fucking weird on like watching these YouTube videos and shit. Yeah. Like uh, for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I end up having to take up fucking like ten milligrams of melatonin just to like force myself to knock out. Wow. And then, but so I don't have to. I mean, I did take melatonin last night, but uh, this time no weed. Um, just so I could get in this cycle of sleeping at a normal time. Yeah. But I, I still had great sleep. Only six hours, but uh, like six hours of like just regular sleep instead of like maybe seven hours or six hours of, you know, weed-induced uh, melatonin sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's progress. Yeah. And it's good that you're keeping track of it. And progress. you know what I started doing too? I started writing in my journal every day, every, pretty much at the end of the night, I, I always ask myself, what's my craving on a scale from zero to 10? And then how am I feeling? How, how motiva- motivated I was in that day, zero to 10? Yeah. So yesterday, my craving I wrote was like virtually zero. And then my motivation was about a seven. Okay. So and, and today, I'd say my motivation is almost like same thing, pretty much. So mm. I, I'm probably an eight, actually, on motivation. Okay. I feel pretty good. Yeah. Do you normally crave the same things? You know what I crave? It's not that I crave particular, like, a certain substance. I just crave being in, being under the influence of a mind and mood-altering substance. Yeah, that's a very... I think that's insightful. Because I, I, I think through my time being involved uh, in, like, uh, NA and AA meetings... That was the number one insight, especially at NA, because people have all these different... It's not just for one drug. Right. But um, that they seem to report that it's not really, like, specific to any one thing. The one thing is more of, like, coincidence or chance. But overwhelmingly, what everyone had in common, and even I feel like I have this in common with a lot of addicts, is that uh, just something different from the norm. It's like, it used to be super, super powerful. Right. You know, like, whoa, I can't, like, just, it's not enough to just be. There's got to be something that I, I can, like, do, experience, anything, just to avoid just being. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if I, if, I, if I were to go to University of Beer and, 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 and have an IPA right now, I'd be perfectly fine for the rest of the day and for tomorrow and the rest of the week. But that, that's, that's not the point of being perfectly fine. The point is to have a track record of how are you as a person just fucking clean, you know? When's the last yeah. time you fucking, you know, were just like clean? Yeah. And, and that's, the, that's the point, you know? I could obviously function. I managed to get fucking 4.0, not 3.97. Doing all, <laughs> doing all the shit yeah, that I did. Yeah. So it's like... What is that, from an A- minus or something? Two A-minuses. Uh, and those two, count. Those wow. count, yeah. Unfortunately, they do. Oh, by the way, a word of advice when you're taking uh, the classes now and you're borderline fucking B plus, A minus, just ask the TA, ask the professor to bump you up. Tell them your story. Tell them what you want to do. Tell them, you know, they actually will bump you up. Yeah. In organic chemistry, I was six points away on the exam from an A minus on the final. I wrote the TA, the, the head TA and my own TA. I was like, Hey, I work so hard. You guys seen me. I fucking studied on Thanksgiving break. I fucking studied every single day. I studied before 
the class even started in summer. I really think I deserve an A. I don't think these six points really are like define me. Yeah. So they actually changed my quiz score. I went from a B plus to A minus. They okay. gave me those points. And then the professor decided to curve on top of that, which she said she wouldn't do, but she just decided to do it. So I went from a B plus to an A minus to an A. Mm. You know, a full letter grade change. Yeah. So well, A plus. Oh, yeah. Letter. I mean, yeah. yeah. But I mean, because A and A plus are the same thing. They don't okay, change. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I would if if you're ever in that situation, just ask, really ask. Another time I it was like like point one percent away from an a, from a a plus yeah. asked my ta she changed it you know i mean you have to judge and tell a lot of it has to do but like why would they why why they would change it would have to come down to like how do they like view you as a person kind of right so if yeah. you're going in there you're showing dedication you're showing work you're really showing a passion you know, to study and, and, the, and you're, they see that you're determined, they're way more likely to help you out. Right. You know. And there's, how do you show that to the, to the TA? Is it like you, there's opportunities for you to work just directly with the TA or is that like a there, after class thing? You're no, tugging go to on? office hours. You oh, have, yeah, yeah, the TAs are at the office hours. Yeah, and even okay, if yeah. you don't even need to go to office hours, but you want to go there, okay, let me go to the office hours and let me clarify my knowledge with you. Let me just repeat what the knowledge is to you and you tell me if I'm saying, if I'm doing it right or wrong. Right. So, you know, that, that that's just a, that's just another way of studying. It's active that's active studying. Hmm. So, doing that a lot definitely helps. I mean, I find I found that I went to office hours less and less um for the professors and the TAs as far I went from fall winter to spring. Uh and surprisingly my grades actually went better the less I went to office hours. But you had already gotten into the groove of things. It's because I got in the groove of things. Yeah. And I knew what to do. Yeah. I have a bias that is kind of like the pure student perspective that uh, from time to time gets in the way of my progress. But it's basically that I wanted some part of me wants to do 100% of my own work and just see where I stand. And another part of me wants to get the best outcomes. And the two sometimes you know, come into conflict with one another. That'd be a case where they might. When you be when you say 100% of your own work, you mean you want to be 100% independent from everything yeah, else? Yeah, I, I basically want to see if I could survive through the forest <laughs> on one hand. And then on the other hand, I want to have every safeguard so that I know I'll definitely survive through the forest. But let me ask you, why would you be willing to risk, risk your grades on that? Because I've survived before. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the greatest high ever if you can do it. It's a because it's then a you're like yeah. yeah fuck yeah I went against the odds and still made it. See that's what happened to me in spring <laughs> quarter for the first time in my life. I I was like fuck it you know what I, like I know how to study yeah I know how to do it I'm gonna go to office hours less I'm gonna party more I ended up getting fucking really good grades yeah so but for me I I honestly think this might be the first time where. I've like conquered that bias where I don't, I, I actually do value the results. I actually do want to do well rather than like suffer if I'm not as good or go for the high of like overcoming a circumstance. I think I would rather just do well. <laughs> I mean, are you looking, what's, are you, you're, I mean, I'm going to just going to assume your goals are, are to get straight A's, right? Your goal is to get a 4.0. 
I think it's probably going to be my goal, but it depends on what I end up studying. Right. I mean, do you want to go to So there's, here's, here's one thing that's different now that was not the case before. There's some chance that I might want to study things to enhance myself creatively, in which case being original is more important than getting good grades. But there's more, more likely than not. The only reason why that would be the case is if I found out it was just way too much like effort to do the thing where I'm just trying to get the best grades and be an engineering student or a grad student or engineering professional or a grad student. Mm. Uh, because now I feel that there's a little bit of, um, there, there's new opportunity that I didn't have the last time I was in school. Oh, for sure. And that is, that is that we live in an age, we live in the internet age. So individuals can make a tremendous amount of impact if they're creative. I mean, not only that, just the UC system alone, they, there are so many opportunities here that they're literally like for, if you're a health, if you're a health major, pre-med, pre-health major, they're literally shoving internships down your throat. Hmm. (laughs) And like HRI, health related internships here uh, at the medical campus in SAC, uh, you know, that's like, that's just like the baseline of what people do. So like, you know, maybe you go somewhere else and be like, oh yeah, I have an internship at the UC Davis medical campus with with the doctors and stuff. To someone outside of Davis not going to the school, they may yeah, hear that and be like, wow, that's really impressive. He's got an internship. Yeah. But you say that around here, people don't even like really, they're like, oh, oh you're, people would think you might, some people might think you're wasting your time. Like, <laughs> because it's like, it's such a, it's such a, like a, like a thing that's handed to us. Like, it's really kind of like a hold your hand and do it. That yeah. the value of it seems lower now because it seems like an assembly line type of thing, where yeah. it, 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 it's like you may have like but have better um, experiences doing your own thing. But see, that's the beauty of it, though. If 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 an internship here, you know, to us feels like you know, oh, this is just like baseline normalness and kind of like everyone else doing. Yeah, you know, that is still good. In, in our system, that is still good on your resume. That still says something about you. Right. You know, it's not like a, it's not a waste of time, but that the, the standards are raised. Right. You know, so there are a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of clubs, you know, to get involved in and stuff. There's so many avenues to be creative. Just the domes itself. Geez, yeah. that's just where we live. Right. Can you imagine what we're going to do outside of the domes as well? Yeah. You know, and, well, speaking of which, so more generally, there are opportunities in the sense that I can run a business. Oh yeah. I so so on one hand, too. on one hand I can be a student. That is perfectly plausible. That's the most likely outcome. But on another hand, I can run a business from my dome. And and the type of things that I need to learn might have nothing to do with getting the highest grades. For instance, I was on YouTube the other day. I have a T-shirt I want to ship to my friend. I never ship T-shirts. All the T-shirts that I've made, either I've handed them in person like way when I was in high school, or I've done them through an internet company and they handle the shipping. It turns out anything under 13 ounces, you can ship USPS, so that's the best way to do it. But if it's over 13 ounces, you should do it. There's a lot of details of shipping. You can learn it in a YouTube video. (laughs) The guy's like, hey, I got links in my thing so you can get the packaging, get the papers, whatever, and then you just need the label. Here's how you get the label. Here's how you get a scale. Easily. 
over one YouTube video. It has nothing to do with classes, nothing to do with grades. I could start a shipping business now because I've done so much work on the back end of like, uh, of like having ideas and having graphics and having music and having a podcast, etc. I have so much stuff on the back end that it would be the time to start a business. Right, because However, they, all, they all complement each other. You know? Right. And, and one would be, you could, it could be a way of supporting things, right? Because nothing that I do really requires any money, but it's, it's also, I produce some things that are of quality which people would be willing to pay, including T-shirts alone, without anything else. T-shirts alone are something that everyone I know demands. Uh, and I don't – and it's not a business yet. So here's the – here's to bring it all back. I was saying normally I have this bias. I want to be the lone independent student. Other times I want to be the person who gets the outcomes. And sometimes they come into conflict. The reason why I might want to be the person who gets the outcomes but not be crazy about straight A's, just, you know, I want to get maybe three, five and above and I'd be happy, is because if I were to do a business thing, it wouldn't matter what my grades were. Yeah, that's true. It wouldn't matter. Now, this is what I hope happens as of today, and this could change in the future, and it's probably been different in the past. What I hope is that I just do be an engineering student again and continue to develop things and don't have any business interests at all until I'm already solid in a job. However, if it turns out that, like I found out yesterday, shipping shirts is a lot easier than I previously thought. It's within my budget. It's more likely I might make a move because with, with basic shipping, that's like the beginning of you being an international presence. If somebody can click something and it, something gets sent to them and money gets sent to my account you know so yeah i mean i would i would say do both man i would just i would just say do both because like i i i, I opened up the business personal training yeah you know and i did drop out of that quarter but i did go back and and i even though i didn't know what i was doing when i was going back i still took classes but i was still serious in the classes i was taking you know, anthropology some ge classes i still got a's in those classes and I was running the business. Running a business while going to school is one of like the best things you could ever do. I really recommend. If it's a successful business. <laughs> like, but the thing is, if it's, even if it's not successful, but acting like you, you believing that it is going to be and trying, like it's kind of like uh, the, 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 the first 20 hours of something you learn are the most important. The first... You know, the first quarter is the most important. The first exam is the most important. So, the, like, that first part of the business of you doing uh, the skills that you're learning of how to start a business, uh, build it, writing, uh, getting a piece of paper, and writing a business plan, writing a business p- model, like, it, it kind of, I don't know, it, it teaches you something. Yeah. And, and, and truly, if something that you believe in and you're passionate about, you it will be successful. Because if you know... It, you know it's true. You know you're passionate about it. It's what people want because the only way like, you're going to get excited about it, about a business, if you, you see an avenue, it's like, okay, I know, I recognize that this is something that someone would pay for, either a service or a product. Yeah. And, and, and that motivates me mm-hmm. because I know I could do it. Yeah. And I know I have the capabilities to do it. So, like, and, 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 but being a student at the same time, see, like, it's, it's, uh, like being one or the other is good too, but yeah. like 
doing having both of those worlds coexist, then you'll even fucking be like the best of your potential. I agree. I just think I, I as of now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think no, the yeah. best I think the best strategy would be to go through uh, a couple quarters at least. Definitely. Without I'm, worrying about yeah. any any creative I mean, shit. D- you know, fuck, but because then, I need then to it's know like our mission statement though, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Well, I need to I need to know what it's like what it's like here first yeah, and then definitely. move on and there's a lot of unknowns as of right now. Yeah. That I have uh, if I had less unknowns, I would be a student now. But there's so many unknowns that I'm like, dude, I can't even begin to like really dive into anything because I don't know if that's the direction I'll be going in. For instance, I just sent an email to the uh, evaluating group, whatever, the registrar's office. And I said, hey, I'm transferring and I've spent a lot of time at another university in Alabama. So when will I know like what credits from that other school transfer? Because I'm sure about the community college credits. And they're like, oh, it's like a rabbit hole to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Like you can, but they said here, here are a couple of links. You can like go to the engineering department and ask their advisors. You can do this, you can do that. But you're going to have to go to like three or four places. It's not going to be straightforward at all. No, yeah, it's a shithole. So there's a lot of basic things like when I come in, what status will I be? Will I be freshman? Will I be junior? Will I be senior? It doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's not clear, it's not clear because, because yeah, exactly. And I was doing upper division classes there, so it's like they, there are a lot of there are a lot of um, things that make me consider uh, options that I otherwise wouldn't have even thought of, such as not even being in the engineering school or um, like not or like I, I'm I'm still obsessed with math. I was like walking around the math department yesterday and uh, like focusing more on whatever I do as research than on the school or things of this nature where it's like, what are you doing is a different question from what are all these stats? And if I can do the thing I want to do in a solid way, that's more important than the other ones because it can, you know, at least there's one person to vouch. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, you got to figure out, you know, it's, it's, it's like when I talk to you, I, I, I talk to you in the mindset of like someone who's, who came into Davis not knowing anything and then knowing a lot of things now. Yeah. And then like, but like when, when I talk to you, almost I, I feel like the, how you carry yourself is someone who actually has been around in Davis and is very like personal <laughs> with people. Like people aren't usually like this. Uh. I always forget the fact that like, you have to deal with a lot of mysteries and you figure out things a lot. But you're in a very good spot for where you are. You're like fucking 100 steps ahead of like a lot of other people coming in here right now. Yeah. So you got to give yourself some credit too. That's and things true. will things will uh, probably naturally just fall into their place. Yeah. That's tends to what happened here, I feel like. It's like, you know, yeah, I could feel like, um, you know, kind of anxious a little bit and you, you kind of don't know what's going on, especially if it's concerning with like the whole transfer shit like that and, and, um, and the credits, but you know, eventually like, you know, you get, you contact the right people, you contact the right departments, you speak to the, so, someone on the phone, you know, it'll, it'll work out. Yeah. So that's good. You know, I thought about, um, <laughs> I thought about opening up the personal training business here in the dome. Uh Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, actually, you told me. You told yeah. me. Yeah, I can just bar. bring all the equipment here. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
Where is it now? West uh, Village? It's, my my gym? Yeah. No. Oh, well, my gym back is at back home. All my equipment is That's back what home. I thought. Yeah. yeah, I was like, there's no way you have that stuff in your closet <laughs> or something. I don't know. Like, it would be fun. But, it, again, with any business that, you know, you want to start up, if you have to act as if you're going to do this for the rest of your life. Otherwise, yeah. you're just not going to be able to put – you're not going to want – you're going to lose motivation quick. Yeah, yeah. You know? It really, it's it's gonna go down like exponentially, yeah. and then you're not gonna care anymore, you know. And for me, it's like I got like I you I was a trainer. I don't look like even a trainer anymore. I just look like a fit fat guy, <laughs> you know, like a fat like a a fit guy who just took a, too many off seasons. <laughs> so even if I wanted to like get back into it, people would just look at me and be like, "Oh, well, I mean." You seem like you seem to know what you're talking about, but you don't look like you, what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't matter because that that shouldn't matter in the personal training world. I mean, you see fat. Tra- I mean, obviously, if there's a trainer who's really, really fat, then yeah. it's a questionable. But like I've seen overweight trainers who are really good at like motivating people and helping people lose weight. I've also seen uh, trainers who are bodybuilders who fucking suck ass, mm. who can't even like, you know communicate with people it's all about how you communicate yeah yeah and being a people's person but other aside from like a personal training i think i could totally do uh the restaurant idea oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think i totally would do that by the way um speaking of your ideas one of them apparently has already been tried out the airbnb ah i bet yeah no they hated it Oh fuck! A subleaser came in and they Airbnb'd out their dome, and then the other domey just had to deal with it. Like, oh, there's new people See, every day. That's wait, wait, wait. Was was the new domey aware of this? No, or? nobody was okay, aware. See, of that's it. the problem. Yeah, nobody. See, you can't just do shit like that and yeah, not tell well, people. Well, that's the problem with <laughs> Airbnb <laughs> in general. Is like the only thing that I can imagine working is if you're living there. And you're renting out the other person's place as an Airbnb. Because then at least you would be the host. But anytime you're the one doing it and you're gone and they're doing it, it's like, but then again, I guess you could establish that. They could just tell well, the person. Well, see, I feel like if it's going it, to... Yeah, okay, so like, for example, me and Ian, if I were to bring this idea to Ian, I'd be like, Ian, are you down for this? Are you down to make some extra money? I feel like Ian would be like, yeah, I'm down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But are we... Viol- like, that's the thing, though. It's like... Would we, would we, if me and Ian are down, it's our dome, we pay for the dome, would we be violating, like, the rules and the regulations? That's well, a hella gray area. It is a it's gray not, area. It's not, def- well, it's not well defined. And I think, and, I, and I'm starting to think about it more and more, the closer I am to getting to move in here, there's a lot of things that aren't well defined. There's well, a lot of things I want to do, but people may not agree. But at the same time, I do live here. Do, like, I understand this is like a communal living environment. But it's like, I feel like if I'm going to do something and it's not going to directly affect anyone at all, then I could be able to do it. Right. Obviously, someone living in a dome, they're (laughs) going to be like, you know, walking in and out. It's going to be someone new in the environment that's going to directly affect someone just by seeing them, seeing an Airbnb guest is going to directly affect someone. So I would bring it up. I was even thinking, shit, let's just pitch a tent back over here. Yeah. And say, you know, you want to go camping in Davis, come on over here. Come over here. We yeah. got you dinners. <laughs> so wait, who, Vegan dinner. who was the person who did it? And how did you hear about 
my my domi told me but there's um there were someone who was just leasing subleasing so nobody really knew this person and that was also a part of the problem is that they weren't oh. they weren't integrated into the culture oh. so they didn't even know that something might be wrong with that oh so it was a, it wasn't even airbnb it was like sublease no 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 someone subleased and then that person who signed the sublease opened their spot oh, up for Airbnb. That's, fuck, that's fucked up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, that's a whole different yeah. way. Dude, that, fuck so that, they, fuck so that they guy. Just, it was all a money-making thing because they made more through the Airbnb than it cost them. See, fuck that person. So it was a business fuck that move. person. <laughs> see, that, that, that Actually, shit. I'm making up the, the okay, made more okay, thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm, but, but still, though, you know, like, they made money. They made, they made money. Some when, money. They made money when they weren't here. When they weren't here. Yeah, exactly. and... See, that's a fucked up move. That's taking advantage of the system. Yeah. See, my my philosophy was different. Mine was, let's do it to support the system. Yeah, because then you could say, hey, this is going to pay for new equipment. We need more gardening hose. We need more hose in this garden. Or we so, need, like, you. it's like, oh, let's throw, we got, like, all this extra money. Let's throw a fucking good-ass dinner. Or a good dinner. Yeah, or, like, a good party know, or something. Get some new uh, starters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I'm, I'm i'm weary about my ideas like you know i feel like i talk to you pretty comfortable but i don't know i'm 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 very it's like i don't want to like go in the first meeting you know and then like throw out a whole bunch of the shit <laughs> you yeah. know i think it i think a lot of it will have to do with like me just having small talk with people and then kind of gauging that and then once i feel like i have like enough people like small talk kind of agreeing and then 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 it would be appropriate for me to bring it up in a meeting. Yeah, because um, there, there, there's a lot of politics involved whenever large groups of people have to make collective decisions. Mm-hmm. And that's a clear political move you should, that, that's in your favor, is figure out who the power players are <laughs> and talk to them first. And if they're all against it, then don't even bring it up. Rather than bringing it up and getting shut down, feeling bad, everyone's angry at you and then you wasted your time wow i really feel like i'm in a government like some government system now <laughs> like well, I mean, governing yeah. is what we're doing yeah right and the the idea is if you govern yourself then you don't have to have someone else govern you so i think that's part of the reason why they emphasize the consensus process etc cetera, etc cetera. no yeah i think it's cool um and oh here's another idea that's gonna be cool uh i know two persian guys who are like in their 30s um uh, good friends of mine and they live uh here in davis sack all over the place yeah and uh they're really good at salsa dancing oh now that is a good and i want to have a salsa night here yeah in in the year and have them teach a salsa lesson yeah for 30 minutes and then you know have a dj yeah something like that and we can repay them in um Pumpkin oh, they'll seeds. Do it, they'll do it in free. They'll do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin seeds with that. Pumpkin seeds with that fucking Mexican chili lime. It's a Mexican chili lime. On top. Yeah. Or um. <laughs> oh my god! It's fucking. I mean, could you, could you think of any something? other like? Okay, so what are CV. other business business models we could apply here at the dome? So like personal training, restaurant. Um, Airbnb. Anything else you can think of? Uh, Any type of workshop class, you know? Yeah, lots of arts and crafts stuff. If somebody 
knows how to make something. Someone's a painter. Things. Yeah. Why don't let's do a arts and crafts painting could be, could painting be class three dollars. Yeah, because that's something that. I mean, the the arts are kind of blended into the culture of this place, but I see more agriculture than I see arts. Yeah, for sure. And I I think that the you know arts might be more general. I think it is important to understand things about growing crops, but um, not everybody's interested in becoming a green thumb. A lot more people are interested in, you know, learning various forms of expression. Right. And it's it's very inclusive. It's very positive. So, you know, we have the space for it. You know, I, I hope everyone is just, like, on the same vibing level, you know, that, that we are on and what everyone else is on here. Yeah. And yeah well, it's going to change during the school year. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean like, the same thing is, though, like... On that orientation day, like, I understand you weren't even, like, living in day. I didn't even know you were a transfer student. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I had no idea. So you, I didn't even know you came from San Jose. Oh. But, like, a lot of the people who came were already living in Davis. Okay. And uh, it was, like, their first time at the Domes. Even. Okay. So, like, I hope people really understand, like, what the reality of the situation is and what they're getting themselves into. No, they don't. I don't nobody think they does. do. No, but nobody does. The best thing that you can do is learn as you go. Right. And, and you could like, only learn to a certain extent. But, like, it, it, it would have... Like, I came... As, like, I came in, I believe, winter. Yeah. And I just walked in and be like, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing? Yeah. And That's I kind came, of how I came. I just kind of, like, connected. <laughs> They're like, yeah, come yeah. to the dinner. It was Amira. She was living over there. I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing over here? One day, it's just, I was like, I always wanted to just, like, get involved, but I was kind of scared to ask, so I just yelled to her. She said, come to the dinner at 7 p.m. Monday through Thursday. I came and walked in. I met Jake. It was great. Oh, that's cool. I got so, like, I asked him questions, like, how is it? And then I started coming more and more and more. Like, I took it. I was proactive. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not calling anyone out. I just wish I had seen the same type of enthusiasm with everyone else, you know, Rather than yeah. them coming to the orientation the first time they came to don never came to a dinner you know you know Jose did come once to the dinner and he's cool you know but like a lot majority of the people didn't come and it's like if 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 we're gonna get it all integrated all at once and then you know we each live in this environment and we all have a right we all have a say we all have an equal say but. It's like if someone just comes in and it's like their first week yeah. and they don't know how things are running around, but yet it's like they want to be like, no, 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 no. But it's like you don't even really like know what it's like to live here yet. Yeah. But yet like maybe someone else has been already living here for a year or like, you know, I have been coming here a lot. You have been here a lot. So it's like we have more experience and know how to get things kind of done. And know how, and we have better ways of communicating, you know. I mean, that yeah. communication well, the, is yeah. like, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, I think we have, we are adapt. You know, I, I, maybe I'm not saying in the correct words, this, but you well, get tell an me idea. if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. It sounds like what you're saying is close to this. Even if you have to learn things as you go, you should start with a foundation that yes. you feel people don't even have the foundation. Essentially, yes. Yeah. And and but uh, they're but, not even they don't even have an initial curiosity. 
And, and the thing and, is, which I only is in your view something that's valuable in the foundation. And I, I only have to. I can only assume that because I haven't seen them. I haven't met them. I haven't seen them at the domes. You How know, about this? Let's like, assume the best. Let's assume they have some aloe plants at their house. <laughs> they're growing some who knows what. Uh, dude, I hope so, squash, man. I really fucking hope so. And they're eating vegan. They're living, you know, the domey life, but just in their own wherever. I really, West Village. I really hope so. Be. I really hope so. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I hope so. I mean, I always go from hoping the best to the worst. You also have to understand, not everybody really has the skills to take charge. Um, and say, this is the direction I'm going to go in. A lot of people are waiting to be directed. Yeah. So perhaps what you interpret as a lack of enthusiasm or curiosity is just kind of a follower spirit. I like see. They're, they're waiting for somebody to say, okay, go over that way, and then maybe you'll see something different. Maybe you'll see that they're like really good workers once they're given directions or they're really good cooks or whatever. They're really enthusiastic after somebody gives them right. the 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 clear direction to go in this way, and you will get respect and love yeah. and whatever you want. I mean, you know, because it's risky to be a starter. Like you were saying, you might bring some shit up at these meetings, and they shut you down. That's which, a risk people which don't want to take. Which they did. Which they did in the in the mock meeting. I did say something, and I got I got shut down by you and two other people. <laughs> oh, what did you say? I I, I now I remember. I remember yeah, exactly yeah, what I remember. I remember exactly what you said. You, it was about accountability. It, it was you said. <laughs> how can you track hours on a time card if someone's uh, weed whacking with a pair of small scissors and someone else has a weed whacker? Oh yeah, there are other there are other dimensions to the problem. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But like that was. But the thing is. That's good, though, because it's like yeah. we need to have those types of talks. But We need to know where we come yeah. from. And you handled it the way that I hoped you would handle it, yeah. which is that you weren't upset at all. No, 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 yeah. Okay, I see where, yeah, what's yeah. going on. And, and, and yeah. I mean, at first, like, initially I was like, oh, shit, like, three people back to back just said something really, like, like a, a really good comeback to what I said. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Well, but then I realized yeah. that, like, this was my first time, and it's a mock meeting. Yeah. You know, this is how it's going to be. It's okay. And, and, and we learn from each other. We learn from our agreements and our disagreements, which is fine. Uh, let's always just try to come down to solution. And also, too, it's like if we're talking about this stuff in the meeting, then let's actually fucking do them. Because one thing I really hate is, like, when there are projects that need to be done, and it takes a group activity to get them done. And we're all talking about getting them done. But then we don't actually fucking do them. Yeah. You know, I, I, so it's like uh, I would be the type of guy to fucking make, be like, go out and make the schedule and be like, all right, let's fucking just go do it right now. Or like, let's plan it right now. Yeah. You know. I think it was that meeting. The biggest thing was it was like a trigger. The time cards, because a lot of people fucking <laughs> felt like they were working shit. I jobs mean, shit. Where they had to clock in, and they're like, oh hell no. See, I see. I, I don't have. I don't. I don't do that. I don't ever. <laughs> I probably did that like a couple times in high school. So I. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. And I, I could see where they're coming from, but. Well, yeah, you ran your own business. <laughs> a lot of people have no idea what they're looking at it from a worker's perspective. So they're just saying, oh, this person's asking me to fucking clock in just like I had to do at some job. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. It's more of just saying if accountability is this big of a problem, here's a solution that has worked before. Yeah. My point I was hoping was kind of more subtle than the trigger point, <laughs> which is that 
hey, clocking in is good, but clocking in alone wouldn't work. Yeah. E- e- well, even if clocking in is the way we want to track time, time alone what won't tell us what's What if we had, like, important. anonymous ways of, tra- of tracking it, though? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, No, I think what you suggested after was the best. Just check-ins. Just check-ins. Quarterly check-ins. Quarterly check-ins. I think that is... I think that's right in dome culture. Yeah. And have Asher we're supposed come down to, and like, maybe talk Asher, to us. maybe even somebody around here like Tyler, you know, who's someone with a little seniority where it's no bad blood. It's just, hey, we want to make sure everything's all right with you, first of all. And second, if everything is all right, you got to meet up with your responsibilities because you don't know what people are going through. So I think it could be a way of being compassionate as well as saying, okay, first, is anything really wrong? You have lung disease, you fucking, your foot fell off. What happened that you can't show up? And second, if everything's fine, then we expect a little bit more from you. And it's not that we're mad. It's that, you know, we know what you're capable of and you're not meeting your own. Or what's, what would be on top of the check-ins, you could have people state their own goals. Say, what do you want to do? That's a really good idea. And then say, we'll measure you against your own thing. So it's not even what I want. You're not even meeting your own expectations. That's so, actually a really good idea. Like, yeah. And, but, and like maybe have like a Google Docs or something. Everyone just have like what they want to do like as their goals sure, or like the maybe. minimum amount. And you can change them and you can say why you changed them. And it can be a – that's the thing about I think this age group in general because both of us are kind of non-traditional. But in general, it's that – there's certain things just about life that you kind of learn in college or at this time, and people happen to be in the domes while they're learning it, so they'll be learning it here. But yeah. the big thing is, how do you even set your expectations? How do you track things over time? How do you deal with the pain or the embarrassment or whatever of like not meeting your goal or the joy of meeting it, but then saying, I got to hit the ground running next time. I can't just live based off of the one thing I did in the past. I have to keep doing things. Yeah, you have to keep on yeah. pushing yourself. There's beyond. a lot of those small muscles people are building up at the same time as all our dome drama that I think some of those other things explain their behavior more than like, oh, they're trying to cheat the system. You know? People are just lazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is there is more there is a, a lot of apathy, you know, like is that the correct word? A lot of apathy. I don't know. You know, sometimes I just like, I have a problem throw out words. words. I don't even know what they mean. <laughs> just, but they yeah. sound hella like <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> but I think I think I think no apathy. When you say increased apathy, like there's a lot less. There was a there was a lot less caring. So yeah. like people weren't as enthusiastic. A lot a lot of it had to do with people just graduating and just kind of didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people being motivated by each other. Like, you seem like the type where, regardless of what's going on around you, if you want to start your business, you're going to start it. Most people aren't like that. They got to see a, a, a herd walking by before they, like, join and go in that direction. So if they if they feel like, well, other people aren't doing it, then I'm not going to do it. A lot of people have that Yeah, view. a lot of people are like whereas, that. Whereas for yeah. me, it's more of like, what do I want to get yeah. done? And it has nothing to do with anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot. I, I actually attribute all, almost all of my successes in life were started from something like extremely small, like extremely like baby steps, you know. And then it, it just kind of grew like that. Like what? Like it, it, like 
like the business idea. It started just with a, like a, a fucking thought in my head. Actually, it's a funny story how it started, but it, it, it started from, you know, just a thought to something that was like created or like my journey on fitness. I was like a very like, you know, uh, I was bullied a lot and picked on because I was fat and Persian in sixth grade that mm. ended up translating into like, you know, doing like triathlons, you know, when I was like 19, 20, 20 years old, 21 years old. And then which led me to like the personal training as well. The fitness led me to the personal training and the personal training led me to physical therapy. And then uh, the physical, the desire to be a therapist led me to having grades and here I am in Davis. So it's like, like, but you could apply that same type of model to anything. And especially you could apply that to the dumps where we have so many things here that are like, could be, they're all thoughts, they're all ideas, but they could actually be real things. Yeah, and this and the thing that drives me the most is that we don't have any time here. Is that I'm only going to be probably living at most. I'm probably only going to be living here a year and a half. I graduate. I'm supposed to graduate winter 2020. Nice. So, but a year and a half is ain't shit. Yeah. So like, what the, we, we like, I like, I don't think people understand. But it's like fuck. Like, let's get. We got to get the ground running. Like, we got to go. Like, we got to start. Like, that's why. That's why I got so integrated in winter because I knew that like my time was already like so limited yeah i felt like shit man i like i missed out it's already winter quarter i just found out and i can't even move in until uh fall fuck yeah i would have moved in right away yeah you know so uh well i think one thing that i personally try to emphasize you mentioned which is that for you the triathlon stuff seemed to connect with personal experiences that you had that was like hey i'm not a fit person and everybody is making me aware of this. And then later on, that translated into, hey, I can become a fit person, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right? Uh, I think that those goals would be, uh, they're really, it's, it's not always obvious um, what those things are for people. But I think for every person, they have things of that nature. They have these things that are really much more rewarding for them than the other things they do. Mm-hmm. And it boils down to personal experiences Mm -hmm. that, hey, if you feel like it's a part of your identity, if it's a part of the fabric of who you are, maybe it's something from when you were younger, maybe it's, it's something that had to do with like extreme emotions like shame or love or embarrassment or whatever. If it comes from that, I think everybody can be a self starter. I think everybody can drive there. They don't have to be they don't have to wait for the hurt no. because the in, the energy that it takes is already a part of who they are. Right. But if they don't know what that is, then they're always going to be a part of the hurt. You got to figure yeah. out what is special for you first. Yeah. And and again, I feel like that's one of those things where if you're a little bit older, you have an advantage. You yeah. just have more time to think about yeah. it. So a lot of what we're dealing with this this apathy in the in the domes that you perceive or maybe it's real. Maybe it just comes from the fact that people don't know exactly what it is yet that's, like, special to them. You know, like, hey, like, let's say everybody starts farming. It might turn out that they're farming for different reasons. Some people could be farming because, hey, I I used to eat a lot of fast food, and then I got into a better diet, and then eventually I wanted to grow my own food, so now I'm farming. Somebody else could say, I studied a science, 
I understand things about big agriculture. I disagree fundamentally with some ideas in big agriculture, so now I want to start farming. There's a billion different so routes. So we could say it reduces my stress. It reduces my stress because it's a, a, it's, it's a meditative ac- exercise. It's me and the plants, and there's no bullshit. There's a lot of different reasons, but what matters is that you're motivated by your reason. And I think if people don't already know what that is... They're um, going to have a struggle. It's going to be harder for them to, like champion like to be at the front of things mm-hmm. and it's going to be easier for them to fall in line and it sounds like what you want is everyone to be in the front of things and yeah. that's what i want i want everybody to fucking be cooking up their own shit because i know if everyone did what was personally fulfilling to them we'd be doing different things but we'd all be happier Definitely. unless you're a psychopath and you want to kill people but that's very <laughs> unlikely what's more likely is that you want to do something positive but you don't know how to do it or you haven't even realized what it is. And, and, and that's a reason why, like, that meant the feeling that I have. Oh, by the way, I also broke my hip. I got hit by a car riding my bike. And I had to, and I went from personal, this is sidetrack, but I went from per, personal trainer to losing clients, being disabled in a wheelchair for like two months, to oh, learning right. how to walk again and run and getting all my clients back. So that also <laughs> made me have a lot of personal, personal growth. Yeah. On top of all the other shit that I did. Anyways, uh, the feeling that I have that I want for people to come in here, being on the, on the frontier of things, it's part of the reason why I'm so social. I feel like, when I, like I'm very good at like, having people, like, letting people feel like they can be themselves and be comfortable. And it, it, it gets me on their good side. And it's why I like to throw parties. It's, it's why I like to throw events. It's why I, I'm willing to spend my own money and make kebabs and do a barbecue and invite a whole bunch of people. And I won't accept money from people. I'll be like, no, it's all good. Mm. Because like, part of that's just my culture, kind of my hospitality Persian culture. But also it's like, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would I invite you to have you have, come here, have a good time, and me talk with you and ha- have a chat with you and then ask you for money? It's almost like I'm disrespecting you. Yeah. And, and it's almost like, well, the point of you for coming here was for you to just give me money because I went out yeah. and bought the things. Not to connect well and understand you and have a really just good time in the moment. Yeah. So I, I, in the beginning when we, li- when we move in here, you know, whoever it's going to be, maybe a freshman, maybe sophomore, juniors, transfer students, other people. We, we met, we roughly met almost all of them. Uh, and there were some others who we didn't meet, um, that you didn't meet, that are going to also be living here. Like, let's get integrated. Like, let's be social. But, like, let's, let's be social in, in, like, positive ways. We don't have to be social with fucking chugging vodkas and handles and, and throwing parties. I mean, parties are fun, but there's like different ways of being social that I think are more productive to the community and for people feeling like, wow, like I feel like I could... When, once people feel like they could truly be themselves in an environment, they will seek to, the, seek to it themselves that they will feel like they could reach any type of personal goal they can. Maybe that personal goal is like, Wanting for them wanting to be social, for feel like them wanting to be part of a group of community. Maybe that is what they need to feel like they could do in order to feel like they could be a leader. If everyone here felt like they could be a leader, then we are doing like the right thing. Because it's yeah. like it's like you lead me and I lead you. 
and we're going to lead each other. Yeah. You know? and, and toward what? That's for you to decide. Yeah, that's toward, for you to yeah, figure out. Yeah, that's fine. It, it, you know, for, for, for me, it, it, it's, it's, you know, being a part of a, a, a community environment where we could be ourselves and we could feel safe, where we could have fun, where we could reach our own personal goals, and we could reap the benefit of just having that community involvement. Really what I live for here in the Domes is, like, have, being able to have these conversations and, and share dinner with someone and checking in with people I think that's so really important to to like our mental health because yeah. you're not going to get that anywhere else here on Davis. Mm. You're just not. And like a lot, especially as transfer students, they come in, they get depressed fall and winter quarter because they feel like they don't have a community, they don't have a sense of belonging. But uh, here at the Domes, it's like it's all about that. You yeah. Know? But in order to get that, you have to be on the frontier of things. You can't just come in here and and and. And have like this, you know, sense of like, oh, I'm just going to do what everyone else does because, you know, I'm scared of what my people think of me or like how I'm going to act. It's people have social anxiety. It's it's understandable. Yeah, it's, you know, it's huge. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really big. Uh, but let's let's kill that social anxiety. Let's make him feel empowered. You know, maybe we could help someone's life by yeah. you know by doing that. So yeah. the only way we're going to have these conversations, these dinners, is if we are. Uh, social in different ways not through just partying social in the work parties social you know in you know in the meetings in the and meetings, the dinners and the, dinners, in the dancing but, class a painting class you know uh, farming outside of the work parties just these podcasts are fucking great yeah well you mentioned something that was which was that when you throw a party you don't want to charge people Right. Yeah. You want them to enjoy the party. No. Yeah. So that's the number one reason why I think I am going to be an engineering student because I don't want to charge people. The shirts. The only thing about shirts is they cost me, so I might have to charge people, like if a bunch of people have them. Yeah. But but art is free. I just make it and post it online. I can make this and post it online. It's already paid for. I did tutoring last quarter. That I paid for all my equipment. So it's like there's there's on one hand like hey an opportunity for business has arisen. But on another hand, do I want to do business? No. I would only do it if it were easy because overwhelmingly I'm again, like I'd rather just make free stuff. Right. Like it's really cool. The, the messages that I like spreading anyway aren't, uh, they're positive things, which is like find your meal and cook. That's it. Just figure out whatever you want to do and do it. And you should probably try to measure your progress over time. <laughs> and if you finish, great. Pick something else and do that other thing. And just keep doing that, and eventually, you know, you'll be better at whatever the fuck. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that, in a sense, I hope that remains a part of the Dome spirit, you know, is you want to throw the party not for the money but for the experience. Yeah. And that's why they hate that Airbnb person, because it seemed to be for the money and not yeah. the experience. And, 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 he was and, giving away the experience for money. And if someone really wants to, to, to you know, to, to pay, you know, and sometimes people will just do it. Some people will just Venmo me. And I'll be like, okay, fine, you Venmo me. But thank you. I really, like, I really make yeah. sure that I really appreciate that. Yeah. You know, like for me, I, I would be the one wanting to pay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If it was, if, I, if it was the other end, yeah, you know, uh, which which is which is good too. Uh, there are way more like that. It's like 
the atmosphere is just different when you know when things are free. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, 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 you know, we had a we had a party here. It was really cool. Um, Tyler had bought like a shit ton of alcohol, I think, and in his dome or someone else's dome, he he had a dome bar, and he was just charging people like shots. But it was understandable because like there was like two hundred, three hundred people here. It's, it wasn't people just at the domes. It, it was like almost everyone all from around campus. So, you know, that's, that's okay. I feel like that's a different scenario when you have masses of people like that. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I threw three parties at West village and every single time I bought pizza for everyone. Costco How many pizzas? Bought, I bought like eight, 10 boxes oh, of pizza. Wow. And I was at Costco you know, or two times we were at Costco. The other time was at Domino's. And then I bought like, probably three, four handles, and then, like, a 50 case of beer, all from Costco, and, uh... Shout out to Costco. Yeah, man, seriously. <laughs> it's so much... It's so fucking cheap. $10 for that p- big piece of pizza, and, uh, it, it like, it it hella felt, like, so different from other parties, you know? It, it, it felt, like, like, way more connected, you mm. know? I felt like... Like... There's some people who would go to parties here in Davis and they're like, they'd come in and pop their head in and be like, oh, this looks lame. Even though there's like a lot of people and they're like, oh, this looks lame. Let's just leave. Yeah. But it's like, that's not, I feel like if, if you're, you're trying to like look for like the best, most ideal party. But when in reality, it's like, it's not what it's about. It's about being around your friends, being around people that you like and hang out with and you vibe with. I, I, I don't even care like who I'm partying with. Yeah. Like, can I connect and vibe with you? Well, the thing is, for connecting, how do people connect? People connect over food. People connect over conversations. People connect over alcohol and drugs. I uh, think the third. <laughs> I think the order would be yeah. the reverse. <laughs> <laughs> or no, the order would be alcohol and drugs, food, then conversations. Yeah, and then and also activities. So it's like, if we want to throw a party, like, can we have a theme of the party? Maybe it's like That's true. it's like let's throw a pheromone party. Let's have a let's have a let's have a party. let's have a whole bunch of people sit. Let's have a PowerPoint presentation of what this party is going to be. Let's have some different types of smells. Let's let's give around bags of different things. Don't look at the bag, just smell them. And you know, let's have smelling booths. I actually went to a, I, I went to a pheromone party in San Francisco. This is exactly what it was it, like. Now that would work in San Francisco. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that would work at San you know, Francisco. Actually, that a lot of work parties in, lot of in San Francisco places. have PowerPoint presentations. Wow. You know, and it's always a theme. And it, it's there was a party I got invited to in San Francisco this past weekend. I didn't go because I just didn't want to like be social that that day. It was a a supervillain networking party. Okay. You go. You dress up as a supervillain and you network. Yeah. You know, and, and see. So it's like there's there's Having that theme there, it's like, okay, it's not just a party. It's like another thing. It's like yeah. another type of activity. Th- those are the type of different types of social events that I want to have. You Do know? you um, like to dress up for certain events? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like to dress up. It's I mean, a, if I can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a form of expression that I've never been a part of, but it is really cool. I had like a, um, what's it called? A political science teacher who was in this commercial for, like, Honda or something. And I was like, hey, I'm a, I'm a political science teacher, but I'm also somebody who dresses up for these Comic-Con things. And uh, I don't know. It kind of opened my mind to it. 
No, I think it's cool. I think uh, we we could uh, we definitely have something like that. We should throw a Comic Con party. Actually, well, that's the thing. I wouldn't be. I feel like five years from now, I might be able to get into it. But for now, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what our our, what we're gonna do for Halloween here. You should do a Spartan thing or whatever. Anything where you're shirtless. (laughs) Isn't that the idea behind Halloween? If I uh, if I could lose this, (laughs) yeah, that'll be a goal. Oh man, do I want to fucking cook up a nice meal? What do you think about fasting, intermittent fasting? I have a friend who's really into it. Um, I. I think it's one of those things, it's like, okay, if someone doesn't know how to eat healthy, doesn't know how to live a healthy lifestyle, then why would they, should they try intermittent fasting when it's like, <laughs> intermittent fasting could be most, I feel like intermittent fasting is probably the best, it's, it's best efficient if someone who's already living a very healthy, clean lifestyle, yeah. and then it's like, okay, let me see, I've already been doing this for x number of months and i made this much progress let me see where intermittent fasting could take me right instead of like being like oh like i'm already fucking overweight i'm already have like diabetes i already or whatever i already don't exercise let me try intermittent fasting what's going to happen is that it's not fucking sustainable mm. because like it's just not you mean it's not sustainable because they don't have the self-discipline they don't have the necessary uh, mental tools yeah. to be able to do it I see what you mean. If they could sustain it, though, then it would be good. But it'd probably be easier to just eat healthier than it would be to, like, starve. I think so, because, yeah, like... I see what you mean. I mean, someone who just... Someone who's losing, who's trying to lose weight is going to be feeling all probably bloated, have a hot lot, like a lot of water already in them, and then they're going to go the entire day without eating and then eat at night, right? and then... All of a sudden, they got to eat like fucking three pounds of broccoli, like two pieces of fish, a steak, some eggs, oatmeal. I, like, I, I don't know what exactly intermittent fasting, how it's broken down. But I mean, just Muslims fast. My mom fasts. That's what they do. They just they wouldn't have any water or any food throughout the whole day and sunset. They would just eat. And, and but they didn't really, like picked out like they just actually had a normal meal. Mm. So like yeah, well the rough idea is that you would eat the same amount that you would eat throughout the whole day. You just, but just eat, eat at a smaller once. period of time. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I don't think that's like realistic though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not for everybody. I agree with you. I think that you have to be mentally tough already in order to do it. But uh, if somebody is new into like eat, living a healthy lifestyle or having a healthy diet, they probably don't have that mental muscle. To flex, and it kind of gives you an excuse to eat crazy when it is your feeding window. Oh, you know, I just fucking had a new idea. How can I get people more like social interacted without like chugging vodka bottles? I was a personal trainer. Why don't I use those skills here with the the, the domies? Be like, okay, guys, like, let's do it. Let's fucking do like community runs. Like, like you, you know, want a uh, personal free personal training session? I'll be willing to help you out. Let's go work out together. Yeah. Let's go do this together. You know, it's like, let's go hiking. There's a lot of different ways I just realized I could just kind of help people feel comfortable in themselves. Do you still run? Yeah, yeah, I still run. Yeah. Um, I was talking to um, Skip, one, of the, huh? one of the domies. Well, oh. Skip, but also one of the domies. And um, they said, yeah, they like running, but they, uh, it's been a while. 
I was like, oh, all Exercise right. really brings people together. Yeah. It's one of the fastest ways to, to, uh, to really... But you have to yeah. be down for it. You have to already, and that's the thing, you know, you have to already be into it um, enough so that you can get swept up by the wave. Because I feel like exercise is in the same category as gardening, where if you're really, really, really new, it's not very fun for you. You got to kind of have a little bit of skin in the game before it starts to get interesting. Whereas like other, th- I think um, dinners, actually, I, I'll just ask it in one thing. Don't you feel like the dinners might be enough to have like that social interaction you're looking for? Oh, yeah. Because uh, especially are for, super yeah. intimate. And, and, and especially for the people who are coming in and who feel like they are on the back burner of, of, of things and, yeah. you know, they're very scared of and, and everything's so new. I think the dinner is a great way to just start. Yeah. You know, we don't want to overwhelm. I don't want to overwhelm anyone. Be like, ask him, oh, oh fucking f- let's do five different things in like the next like two weeks like i think i mean it takes time let's peel the onions of the layer you know slowly one layer at a time and let's see where things go it sounds so. like you what you want is to have options for people who are ready for them you yeah. want to have the option of a dome workout you want to have the option of you know certain parties where people dress up so that people who really do want to get involved on that level have a place to go. Yeah, open mic yeah. night, podcast night, night. You know, uh, you know, let's let's do it all and uh, podcast night. So how would that work? A live audience? Let's maybe because it maybe, might be better if everyone was just kicking it and talking. Maybe we could have the mic. Just a discussion night. Yeah, discussion night. Or how about no mics? Or like a change my mind night. You know, change my mind. That'd be horrific. <laughs> <laughs> it would be good, but I mean. You're going deep into the weeds of people's psyche. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> like that one YouTuber guy. I f- fucking forgot. But he'll like, it, it, he'll pick like a fucking really controversial topic. And he's like, Oof. it's like, there's, he'll say like, there's only one gender. And then like, he'll just post up a booth in like downtown LA or something. Yeah. And then like, or like. I feel like that wouldn't really be the right move. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the Imagine dumps. though. Like that'd be so dicey. Oh, man. I was actually um, on the last podcast that's posted talking to someone about the golden rule versus the platinum rule. She brought it up. It was really cool. The golden rule is you treat other people the way you want to be treated. And the platinum rule is you treat other people the way they want to be treated. And I think that Hmm. maps very well onto like um, the there's only one gender type of like controversial topics because what's... When is it appropriate? Is, or basically, the deep question is, is there any case where the platinum rule is inappropriate, where it's bad? And I came mm. up with one example where it's bad. What? Um, where they have two wants. They want two things at the same time. So they want one thing that's long-term and one thing that's short-term. Mm. Long-term, they want to they intermittent fast, and then short-term, they want to eat this Twinkie now when they still have three more hours. So it's like... The platinum rule, if, you, if they're being genuine and they say, I really want to eat this now, really what they're saying is two things. That they want to eat it now and they want to disregard the time when they said they didn't want to eat. But then if you take the first time seriously, then the first time is telling you when they say they want to eat it now, say, no, you said earlier that you wanted to fast for this period. So that means I'm going to stop you even though you're expressing right now something different. 
So uh, it's, there's periods where it can come into conflict, in which case you have to do what you think they want. You have to choose which one of the wants <laughs> you think is the right one. Like, I would, I'm biased toward the long term. So I'd always say, okay, if, 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 it's, if both things are equal, I'll say no, no Twinkie. And just right. wait three hours and eat the Twinkie three hours from now, and then that's it. But then there might be a situation where the short term is better. Like if someone genuinely t- changes their mind, you should pay attention to that. In which case, my answer would be the wrong answer. If somebody says something, oh, you know which one is the sticky one. <laughs> it's the consent. You want to fuck? <laughs> yes. And then, wait, no. You could say, okay, you can't use the reasoning from the Twinkie situation. Because then that's fucked up. So you have to use the reasoning from the the opposite and say, no, what you said latest is more important. Man, that's going to... So it depends on the situation. I just realized uh, you're gonna, you're living with Shanita, who who's a, who's a female. Yeah. And and uh, any anything like you want like you think that's gonna cause some troubles though? Like you want to bring girls back over or something like that? And like it could cause some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> then let it cause trouble. We'll deal with it as it comes up. <laughs> Damn. But I told you about. Well, the situation that already happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How she said, I, don't now, bring people over, then she brought up someone. Huh? The the situation when she said, don't bring anyone over. No, 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 right? no, no, no. That's not the situation. But we don't have to go into... I'll, I'll glaze over the situation, okay? The situation was... My Domi brought in a guest. And... I got to know the guest. Yeah. So, uh, mainly because my Domi was not there. I didn't realize that there was going to be a a time lapse, but, like, it was my Domi's guest, but because my Domi was gone, it was like I was the only host. So, so basically, I just just started talking for a while, and I was like, oh, man, this is cool. This is great. Everything's great. But one of the things I was worried about, like, when I left was like, well... If I, like, I, I definitely don't want to be in any, like, bad, I don't want to be seen in any negative light uh, by anyone I'm living with. So I'm going to do, I'm going to be, like, over-the-top, polite, gentlemanly, and just try to entertain this person until my Domi gets home. But it became kind of funny. I did that but it became kind of funny. Like, one of the things that happened was we did a podcast. Right. Yeah, so that, I felt like that was pretty cool. But it's a great example of, like, okay, uh, this thing, originally you're supposed to be here, like, for this reason, but because of the ways things played out, it's like I'm almost, in a way, more of your friend than the person who invited you, so it was just kind of a weird thing. Now, not the same thing as what you were bringing up. <laughs> Me bringing girls home, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. but it was a situation where it was like, eh, well, we'll just let this play out, and then it worked out. Nothing bad happened. Would you, if you had the opportunity? Like, I'm not even like thinking about anyone. I'm just kind of hypothetically speaking here. Would you have sex with some other female who lived at the domes? Would I? Uh, yes, I would. Yeah, I hmm. would. You don't think that would cause any problems or anything? It definitely could cause problems. It could. But, I, only I, but if, the thing is, I like, might do it even if it does cause problems. <laughs> See, I would only do it if it was, like, very, like, 
a lot of the times what I feel like happens when sometimes girls have sex with like friends that are guys is that after the sex, eventually they feel some fucking weird, like, like social, like some social anxiety way where it's like, for some reason, like they can't like have the same type of relationship with you before you had sex for guys. It's like, okay, you're the you're still the same person to yeah. me either way. But for girls, some, something goes off in their heads for some reason. I feel like a lot of the times, and, and well, I think it is based in chemistry. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe they don't want to be viewed as like, oh shit, I had sex with this guy, or like here in the domes, and everyone knows, and like they don't want to be viewed as like you know a slut. They don't want to be viewed as like the girl who had sex with the with the, with one of the guys. They don't, want, you know. So, and our bodies are different, right? Yeah. So that's the only reason why I wouldn't do it. But on the other hand, if it happens. Like if it's going to happen, I'm not, I may not stop from. That's what I mean. Happen. So you would do it, <laughs> but like, so it doesn't matter. But if, it depends on the circumstances. Like, I agree. You I know, agree. like maybe we wouldn't have sex. Maybe we would just hook up or something like that. Maybe we, if we just hook up. What do would, you mean by hook up? Like we like instead of, we would do other things and, and be intimate, okay. and then we That's wouldn't not have sex. I'd be like, yeah, we would. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you count oral sex as sex? No, no. Okay. Like so that counts as hooking. Up yeah. In so. Your so, uh, you know, and then I'd be like, and then I'd talk about it. I'd be like, hey, listen, like, I would want to have sex with you, but there's these things and that things. But if you really do, I think it'd be better if we did have sex, maybe if we, like, got to know each other a little bit more or something like that. And and that's, like, basically, I wouldn't want to have a one-night stand and then then deal with, like, the concert. <laughs> I, like, I, I like to have, I like to, get, like talk about it before I actually do it. Yeah. You know, I don't like to just do it right off the bat. I've done it right off the bat. That's fine, too. But I feel like the sex is better or what I'm more, like, um, like emotionally, intimately connected with that person first. Okay. You know? Yeah. I, like, I, like sex isn't, like, I, I'm not one of those guys where it's, like, I'll fuck a, a hole in the wall or something like that. You know? Like, <laughs> it's, like, a very sacred thing to me. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that I would seek it out. But, yeah, I wouldn't seek but, it out either. But if you're asking if it, if it would happen, basically if all the cards lined up, what, re- really the way I'm interpreting the question is, would you stop it under, with the only thing stopping it is the fact that they're domey? Uh, my answer is no. Mm. If everything else was in line and then the only thing, well, everything's perfect, but you're a domey, so I can't fuck. No, that's not me. Uh, definitely, <laughs> I would definitely go for it. Given that a bunch of other things have already been requirements have already been met. Uh, you want to hear a story? I got to tell you the story that I got to run. So there was a there was a um, someone who applied to live at the domes, and someone had. The, the, that that person who applied was dating someone who already lived here. Um, so, you know, that's great. You know, they, a couple, they want to live together at the domes. Good. Um, we threw a party. And uh, it was at the yurt. That that person, one of the person who who was already living here, got, like, so fucked up or something. I don't know, drunk, you know. And then I had to go tell that person, I, like, hey, I needed something. Or, like, I left my jacket and you're done. Like, where's my jacket? And then all of a sudden, like, oh, and, and at that time, they actually were broken up. But they were still kind of, like, a thing. But they were broken up. So when I ca- ha- had uh, approached that person here in the year, whenever he was dancing, 
that person started dancing on me in front of the ex. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, like, what are you doing? And then, like, eventually, like, later, like, like it was, like, pretty bad. Like, they started, like, fighting. The guy started crying and shit. I had that to, like, night? Go. Yeah, that night at the party, I had to go to the guy and be like, yo, it's all good, dude. Like, don't worry about it. You're going to get through this. Like, he was hella fucking crying. And then, like, ends up, like, comes up in a meeting at the domes. Um, and uh, <laughs> they're, like, calling that guy out. And they're, like, they unanimously decided. They're, like, you know what? We should just terminate this guy's application. And we the sh- guy was the person coming in? Yeah. Okay. So the other person was here. The yeah. partner was here. Yeah, the partner and the, was and here. And the guy was coming in. Yeah, yeah. And they decided to terminate the application because the guy was crying. No, we. Uh, I guess when when what had happened is that when they were fighting, he was saying a lot of like derogatory, offensive language towards her and shit like that. And oh, that's what got him eliminated. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be a safe space. Yeah, yeah. And then. Um, yeah, so she had brought this up in the domes, and then she was like, hey, this is going to be an issue. Like, you guys, you know? So they thought it was better to just terminate his application, and th- which they did. And, it, like, I felt bad for the guy, really. Mm. But wrong choice, man. It's like you're trying to come in here and live in this environment, and, you know, you had a girlfriend who already lived in here, and then now she's your ex, and you're still trying to do it. Just a fucking recipe for disaster, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for him, too. I hope that, you know, he figures out whatever he has to figure out as far as, like, holding his own and having his own identity independent of this person because that seems to be a part of it, too. Yeah. He couldn't just be at the party with that person there and enjoy himself. Something had to come up where he got butt hurt when she started twerking on you or whatever, and then boom. Now his whole his whole it's day is ruined. You know what's the shitty part about it is is that like I was the bystander in the situation and I was brought up like I was mentioned as someone who might have your application canceled. No, 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 nothing like that. But like I was in like I was involved. Oh and yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah. of course they're going to discuss it in length. So who was she twerking on again? <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck, dude. I just asked her for my jacket. Everybody's been trying, like you know. Okay. What I was, what I was fear, uh, fearful at the time was, for some reason, someone blamed it on me and it being my fault. Like, that's no, what I was kind of afraid no, of. It's but, not your fault. Yeah. It's definitely not your fault. It's your fault if you were, wait, were you a Domi at the time? No. No. Okay. It's, <laughs> okay, this is a bad joke connected to what we well, were talking I mean, about Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not a Domi yet. I was, yeah, at no, the time. I was, at the time, you were not. Yeah. So at the time, your question to me did not apply, which is that would you fuck another Domi? Well, in that case, oh, oh, that's like your if fault. I, if I, if I, if I, if you don't fuck, like, that's your fault. If like, uh, if, if 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 in this past winter or spring quarter, I had fucked someone in the Domi, if in the domes who lived here, a girl, yeah, I would. Yeah, but this is a slightly this edited is, version this of is, that. This it's is a, a spin on it, which is that it's not your fault that she twerked on you, but it is your fault if you didn't fuck. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even trying to fuck. Yeah, no. It was gross. Uh, no, I'm, I'm yeah. kidding. Actually, that's not how I think about sexuality in, in reality. I think it's more of a um, puzzle piece type of thing. Like, the, both people have to fit each other. Right. It's not just like the hunter and the prey. Right. 
Anyhow, um, let's wrap it up with the most important question. The most the important universe. question in the oh, universe. Yeah. Let's do it. Cones or spheres? Huh. Cones because I like ice cream. That's it. That's right. Think of an ice cream cone. The Chef of X podcast. Mmm, right. delicious. Here's a quick message from our one and only sponsor, True Facts. True, True Facts. Facts. We, we said, said it, it. Therefore, therefore it's true. true. You know what's good? It's the young sheep. I just wanted to give a quick shout out and testimonial to my brothers at True Facts. You know what I'm saying? True Facts is the only online news source that I can trust. They already figured it out, man. They post real sh only. The shit I agree with. You know what I mean? You never got to worry about checking those sources with True Facts. They got it done. Plus, they got some real niggas and bad bitches working up in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to True Facts. True, true Facts. facts. We, we said, said it. it therefore, it's true. true.